So I've been talking to this dude. Uh huh. It's nothing serious. Like it's been a couple of days. It's whatever. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. Um. Seems super cool though. And he, I'm not gonna lie, it's not like a d- determining factor, but it's hot when somebody has their shit together. Super hot. Like he's got a house. He has a degree. He's really like easy to talk to and friendly. And he has a good job. And we were talking randomly today. Um. At this uh, from this location I was at, and he's like, "Oh, that's a Frank Lloyd Wright building." And I was like, oh, yeah. And he's like, yeah, it's my, he's probably my top five favorite architects. And I'm like, wow, an intellectual. <laughs> I'm like, I'm sorry, but what other architects are Dude, there that I are notable? literally not name any. Welcome back to Hype Queen's podcast. <laughs> no script. Round one. Where we, sh- where we share each other's stories, <laughs> motivate ourselves and others, and form a hype queendom, <laughs> support each other every day or something like that. <laughs> That's Bob. That's Erica. <laughs> welcome back. Or or whatever. What do we say at the end there? <laughs> Welcome back or whatever. All everything we say is our own thoughts and not representative of any entity or business we may be working with. Okay. okay. Clearly, we still need the script. For Episode twenty six still needs intro script. <laughs> hey, I tried. You did pretty good. I did. New Year. Welcome back or whatever. Year. Welcome back or whatever. You guys get the gist. Happy New Year. You know or whatever. what I love? I love when our friends. They, I love when we see our friends that we haven't seen in a while and you know that they listen to the podcast and whenever they see us together, they're always like, welcome back to Hype Queen. They start to recite our intro. Yes. I love that. That's like, makes me think that we actually have some fans and I'm like, well, you got it clearly got it down more than I do. So clearly though. So props (laughs) to you. If you want to be a guest, feel free to give us a call. Yeah, right? And right? I also feel like all of our guests are way more prepared than I am for every single episode that we have a guest no. on. But that's okay, because it's my fucking podcast, so. 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 <laughs> <laughs> and it's your podcast, too. I it's guess it's my podcast. I guess. This is the Erica show. No, it's not. So Leo. So Leo. I found a shirt on Etsy that I'm totally going to get, and it says Leo AF Isn't all it? the way down. Is this front. the one that's in Europe? You're afraid to buy. I said I'm just gonna say f it. Like, Why are you afraid to buy send it? it? Because I just get really weary with shipping things over country borders because of tax. You know what's funny? What do you remember? It's still a thing, but when it was really a thing, Wish, Wish.com. Uh huh. I in college ordered these earrings for my friend. Oh no! I paid two dollars for uh-huh. the earrings with How much shipping. shipping? It was like $2 for everything somehow. They lost money on me because when I got the package, it came from China and the shipping on the envelope was like $6.30. And I was like, these motherfuckers lost $4 on the sale. Dude, I just know way too much about international shipping for my job. And I got nailed one time. Internationally shipping something? (laughs) Wait. Charles Charles <laughs> is trying to break in. I see his little paw next to the door. So the I, I've gotten charged hella on international shipping. It's like something like if the product that you're shipping over the border is manufactured in certain countries, like that 
country you're shipping to can tax the crap out of it, essentially, which is super stupid. So I get it. So do you have to, like, say where the contents of your box were, like, made? Like, there's serious paperwork that's involved. And that's why I only try to send things over the border when I have an invoice for it with, like, an order that's going out from our warehouse. Mm -hmm. Because then I can get away with it. I can cheat, you know? I can cheat Mm -hmm. the system a little bit. Sorry, I just admitted that on the air. Fraud. But, I mean, like, that's the only way you don't get taxed like crap. It's 400% tax sometimes. That's wild. Yes. Not worth it. So back to like the why I don't (laughs) want to get that Leo shirt. It's like (laughs) I could potentially pay like three times as much shipping. It just, it just, is that, I think Etsy has probably good regulations on that, that that won't happen to I was going to say, I'm pretty sure they figure that all out ahead of time. But it just freaks me out. No, I get that. You know what I mean? I get that. And I'm like, also, PTSD is a thing. Right? Traumatic. (laughs) So... (laughs) <laughs> well you never okay yeah, well I, you never i shipped a box of shirts or something to mexico and mm-hmm. we got nailed with a huge bill from shipping over the seat over borders from the tax and i got in mad trouble about it like really? I, yeah for my job and so i was like mm, girl you gotta get away from fedex they rip you off maybe i shouldn't do that anymore so Hey. I will say shipping overseas is expensive. My friend and I sent our friend in the Peace Corps this box of just like food and deodorant. <laughs> and <laughs> very Peace Corps like thing. Right. And it was like a hundred bucks. I mean, it was going to Africa, so I get it. But it was like a hundred bucks and it, they said, well, it'll take two weeks to three months. Jeez. Oh, good. Okay. And when you ship anything over there, there's a good chance it doesn't make it to the, to the recipient. Yeah. Because people just steal. And then, I get it, you know. Mm-hmm. Just looking for things to live. So, so the other day, I, my sister, I have to write. Usually, okay. So she has special needs. She gets an aid through a program, government program. But right now, her aid situation is kind of like messy. She doesn't okay. have an aid. So my mom and I go on the weekends back to Madison to help my sister out. Mm-hmm. And that means like grocery shopping, cooking, cleaning, yada yada yada. Okay. So. This weekend, my sister is obsessed with my dog. Mm -hmm. Totally obsessed with my dog, as we all should be, just letting you know. And so we decided, okay, we're going to take Millie to see my sister Mm -hmm. and whatever. So my sister is in the grocery store getting all of her food with my mom. I decide, okay, I'm going to walk Millie around. And because I can't obviously take her into the grocery store. I mean, yeah. And so I'm walking around. It's it's in a mall. So and it's before 10 a.m. So the stores aren't open yet. It's pretty bare on the sidewalks. And Millie's just trying to be annoying. So I was like, I got to walk you around, whatever. Mm-hmm. I ran into this woman and her name. Let's call her Patricia. Mm-hmm. Uh, Patricia. Patricia. <laughs> Rip fine. Um, anyway, so. Her name is Patricia, and she has this great Pyrenees dog. Okay. And she sees me from probably a block away. Mm-hmm. You know, so but from a block away, she's like, is your dog, my dog's really friendly. My dog's really, like, she feels like she has to compensate for the size of her oh, dog uh-huh. prior to people even approaching him. Okay. When he's like, I mean, Pyrenees is a pretty, like, gentle animal. Yeah, definitely, you know? definitely. They're, they're not, like, a big dog that also jumps and attacks people. Yeah. Um, so... 
I was like, no worries, no worries. And so me being the person I am, we start striking up a conversation. And within like five minutes, the conversation goes from zero to a hundred, like super, super quick. Okay. So our dogs are like kind of, my dog tries to protect me even though she can't really, but. Wait, what are you talking about? Is it a bad conversation? No, like it's, she's trying to hook me up with her kid. Oh. So first of all, I was like, cool, our dogs are hanging out. And that's kind of cute. I really want Millie to socialize with other other dogs. Mm-hmm. Second of all, she was like, she does this whole, I have a single son, wink to me. And mm. I was like, okay, so let's investigate. Mm-hmm. Let's investigate this a little bit more. And so she works in the medical profession. A pharmaceutical company just purchased the company I work for. So mm. we get on the topic of yep. all that. And then she goes, yeah, my single son. She always said single son. My single son. My single son is a general surgeon. A year hey. out of residency. And would take a $100,000 pay cut to move back to Madison. I told her, I was like, I'm trying to move back to Madison. Like, da, 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 da. And I was like, Patricia. Hello, Patricia. Sign me up. Do you get a number? No. Do you get a Facebook? But then... Somehow my age came up, so her single son, oh. her one single son is 34. Okay. I was like, yeah, I'm 25. That's and not like horrible. A half, you know? 25 and a half. You can't, I can't discount the half. That's fair. She goes, oh, you're a baby. Well, I have this other single son that is the director of Rogers Mental Health Hospital, has oh, master's uh, uh. in... I'm like, I will take both and give the other to my friends. For real. <laughs> I'm like, Patricia, Like, hello. The answer to all of my relationship issues? Also, why are all of your sons single, though? I'm like, first of all, I need to see pictures to validate. I'm sorry. I am that bitch that kind of, like, judges a book by its cover sometimes. Whatever. I am free to admit that. It's really hard to not. But what if, like, okay... I'd be open. I already met your mom. I already met your mom's dog. You're already like damn near in the family. We're damn near. She has already, you know, she's already planned the first two years of our lives together. So I know that she walks her dog at this mall every single weekend before 10 a.m. And, and you'll be and back I at the same time. might just run into Patricia again. Just might. <laughs> might be a coincidence. And that's the only relationship update I have. Well, it's about as much as my. <laughs> Dude, I was in Lake Geneva for work these last couple of days, uh-huh. had a bunch of meetings, and besides my coworkers making fun of me for being an alcoholic because I love Bloody Marys, uh-huh. which is, like, funny but also mildly uncomfortable, <laughs> we, me and two of my coworkers went out for lunch, and in this little, like, building, it was a restaurant. And directly next to it was the sketchy ass tattoo parlor. Oh. And my coworker from the back seat looks at me and she goes, Oh, Amanda, you can get a tattoo while we eat lunch because they all know I would do that. Uh huh. And because one of the times one of our board of directors was down, she was like, I want to get a tattoo. And I'm like, You say the time and day and I'll be there. They're not going to be matching, but I'll get a tattoo right, with right. you. And it also made me feel like, Okay, yeah, damn, I really want a tattoo right now. Uh-huh. Like, I told myself, that come tax season, so April, mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to hit this goal, but here we are. If I would pay off all my taxes, because I have to pay in because I own my own business, if all my taxes would be paid off by, like, tax season deadline, the 15th of April, I'm going to get my first bigger piece, because I have seven small I was going to say, how many tattoos do you have, and seven? can you kind of describe them? Yes. So, I got my first one on my left outside of my ankle. 
It is the Eiffel Tower and it says Paris underneath it. Um, I that was my first tattoo when I was 16. Ooh, illegal. Look at you, legal girl. Oh, illegal. Bad I, girl, Bob. It makes me sound bad when I say that my bro- my brother gave it to me in his basement. Ooh. And that is what happened. But he was a tattoo artist, okay. so like not sketchy. Um, but it's still a little feisty. I it is it. feisty. Um, and I just thought I was like so badass. You were so badass. I was like the goody two shoes that was badass. Really, uh-huh. that's my vibe. Yeah, people thought I was a Bible banger. And I think then it's I got still everybody my vibe. trashed after prom in my house. It, right. So you know what? Whatever. Yep. Same. I think that yeah. I you know now that I'm saying it out loud, that is my vibe. I am a goody two shoes. That's a badass deep down. <laughs> exactly. Like I, there's a lot of thoughts running into my head right now, and I'm not gonna say half of them on the air. But I know, right. <laughs> um. But so I got that one. And sorry, I was just screaming. It's okay. <laughs> um, next, I got a white ink tattoo. White ink. So um, how does that stick in your skin? Is it like fading or is it so? So white ink is uh, testy, I guess. Okay. So they recommend that before you get a white ink, like a purely white ink tattoo. If you get white in your tattoo, like if it's a colorful one, that's mm-hmm. fine. But if you're going to get a purely white ink tattoo, A, it's risky. It fades a lot faster than black. Mm-hmm. Also, some skin types just don't show it. It's not that they don't accept the ink. They just don't show it well. Mm-hmm. So they say go and get like a little test, like a little line done somewhere where you don't care. And just like let it sit for a couple months. And when it heals, make sure your skin like it shows up. Right. Like don't waste all your money. Mm-hmm. So I didn't do that, but I'm also <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I'm also pretty pale. So I got um, the words live, laugh, and love on my left wrist because at that time, I was trying to still be pretty conservative. Yeah. Do I give a fuck about that mm-hmm. anymore? Kind of, but not as much. Um, and so I got that because those are kind of words. I know it's cliche, but I do really believe in those words those three words okay. in life. as long i mean even though they're it's kind of basic as long as it, it is. is your true being yep that is all that matters and like at that point i had it like inscribed in my class ring and i had sure. it like all over everything. so it makes sense yeah and okay. i definitely do not regret it okay good that's all that matters and then after that i got a little heart behind my left ear just for kicks and gigs mm-hmm. that was cute and i i don't know i'm definitely one where i do think it's important for tattoos to have meaning uh-huh. but also if you just like something mm-hmm. your body dude do what yeah. you want like i just you know i like the, the heart doesn't have any significant like meaning per se but but if it's cute and you still like it who yeah. cares yeah so i got that one and then my f- one two three fourth one the sketchiest of them all Ooh. was so this was the th- oh <laughs> the first one like i said my brother gave to me these next three so two through four mm-hmm. i went to the same tattoo place okay and number four was the last time i ever went to that tattoo place Ooh, okay so the girl who had done my number two and three ones was no longer there and so i went to this guy at the same shop uh-huh um and I got the word, this is my most basic tattoo. I also don't regret it. You know what? I love that you got basic tattoos and you own them. Yeah. Like, like you I love like them. them. Who cares? Yeah. But I got the word promise. On your what? On the inside of my pinky finger yep. for pinky promise. Yeah. I still don't. I. You don't regret it. I will say that, like, finger tattoos are ass. <laughs> They just are for so anybody, hard to heal. For anybody that's looking for a finger tattoo, their ass. Their ass. Just know that it's not going to heal the way you want, most likely. Okay. You're going to have to have it touched up. And 
that's it. Well, yeah, because I mean, like, if you need to bend your pinky, how does that affect the healing of it? And like, your fingers are always rubbing together, or rubbing things. Yeah, and that affects it. Yeah. So when part of mine healed, like there's a little piece, I, probably nobody else would notice, but I can notice there's a little piece of the S that didn't heal. Uh-huh. So it's just gone. Okay. But when he's in the middle of giving me this tattoo, maybe like three fourths of the way done, you know, I'm in the shop by myself. I'm 20, maybe mm-hmm. doing this tattoo, like no problem. And, uh, oh, I forgot. I wasn't by myself. I was with my friend when she got her first tattoo. Oh, okay. She went before me and she got the number 13, super tiny. On her wrist. It took like 30 seconds. Okay. So she's sitting next to me while he's doing mine. And this woman barges into the shop. Nobody else is in this fucking shop. And she goes, I'm with the Wisconsin State Department. I need to see your license. Yikes. And he's literally still tattooing my finger while this is happening. He's on the S of the promise. Okay. And he goes, well, I don't have a license in this state. (gasps) Oh, my God. And I... This is literally the thought I had. First, my stomach dropped. I saw the look of panic in You're my like, friend's eyeballs. Oh my eyeballs. god, am I gonna get HIV from this needle or something? And, and at this point, I'm like, well, whatever's done is done. You yeah. might as well finish the fucking tattoo because if I got it, I got it. Right, right, right. And I just was like, whatever. And my poor friend, she was so panicked. I'm like, it's the same for you, girl. Like, what's done is done, my friend. Right. I really didn't worry about any of that. Like, we watched, you know, I watched him. So, it's kind of a sketchy situation. It is. And I think it happens more often than not. Probably. But he's like, he's making up all these excuses. He's like, well, I just moved here. Well, I just, I didn't sign over my stuff yet. I'm licensed in Nebraska or some oh bullshit state. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, so that was number four. Sorry. Five was, I, I like have my. the stories behind them. I, I do have some meaningful ones. Number five is my mom's handwriting, and uh-huh. it says, stay strong on my right foot. Number six was I got the, the most important one. I got the, I did a semicolon tattoo, which is uh, suicide awareness. Mm-hmm. So I got the semicolon, and then the words keep writing on my wrist. And then um, I had a brother who passed away from suicide. I got his, like, he was the one who gave me my first tattoo. Right. So I got his, like, he has an artsy signature. Sure. So I got that underneath it in white ink. Um, and that one still is visible. Yeah. That one's doing great. It Honestly, it kind of looks like a, um, what's the word? Brand. It looks like a, somebody branded me. Branded you. Okay. And I, I like that. Yeah. But, yeah. And it's still subtle. So the words keep writing and the semicolon aren't black. Uh-huh. But the signature is in white. And then finally... On my last day of college with one of my best friends, uh, we took our last exam. We hopped in the car. We drove to the tattoo parlor. And then I got um, the circle from the Wisconsin Union Terrace chair Uh on the back of my neck. And that was almost three years ago now. It's been a while. I'm itching. Can I also mention that I'm looking at a tattoo on the inside of your left forearm? Fuck. You're right. And that one's an important one. That is an important one. Sorry. Okay, so eight tattoos. And so I have eight tattoos. <laughs> Obviously, I can't count or keep track. Oh, bu- oh, that's embarrassing. That's okay. Whatever. I got this one. What does it say? It says, um, how could I forget this? My- I don't know. Like, what is... But you can still itch for a new tattoo, even yeah. though you've gotten one in the last three years. I did get one in the last three years. So I got this one. <laughs> well, we'll be about two years. Okay. In the next couple months. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but it was um, my dad's signature from the last uh, Christmas card he gave me before he passed away on the inside of my left so arm. So you have a good mix of meaning, really, really meaningful, <laughs> memorable tattoos, and then basic It's tattoos. like broad ends of the spectrum. <laughs> like super, super meaningful and super, super basic. There's no like in-between bullshit. What is your plans for your big piece tattoo? Ideally, I would love a quarter sleeve. Oh, shite. Will I ever get it? I hope so. Uh-huh. It's a lot of money, a lot of time. Yeah. Um, But the next piece that I've been fixated on is I want to get the uh, underboob tattoo. Ooh, the underboob. Yeah, where it nice. kind of is like opposite of your cleavage. I know some people that have that. Yeah, I think they're really sexy. And it's like, it's a hidden one. It'd be like my first like hidden tattoo, mm-hmm. I guess. Ooh, the first like special Ooh. surprise Special tattoo. surprise. Yeah. But I just think they're really pretty and they're like, I think they're classy. Mm-hmm. And I just like those like designs. Yeah. Like kind of boho. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Sure. <laughs> I do not have any tattoos. I know, but you almost did. I almost got this girl to get a tattoo when she were in Colorado. Sorry, mom and dad. Um, dad, we don't have to worry about listening to this podcast at all, so we can just say it. I remember Mom, don't tell dad. I already told my mom that I will be getting a tattoo probably within the next year. Okay. And that dad just has to get over it. Okay. Because it's not his body. It's mine. Be arch. Be arch. We, so Bob and I went to Colorado a couple years ago now and we drove for like four or five hours (laughs) through the state. I could tell you exactly what we were passing. And I think we spent four and a half of those hours seriously contemplating going to a tattoo parlor and I was gonna get like the most microscopic, minimal tattoo on my wrist oh, under but it my been watch. So cute. I know. Why didn't we do that? We should have just done because it. I didn't want you to get in trouble. I know you didn't want me to get in trouble, but like I should have just grown some balls and just did it. No, it's okay. It's okay. It's fine. It's fine. There's plenty of opportunity in the future to get more tattoos. Exactly. But I remember being like, oh, we gotta remember this trip, and I was gonna get two little like mountain peaks that yep. were like super straight. Um, like one was going to be bigger than the other, yeah. but like not that big so that I could still wear a watch over them and hide it. And then and <laughs> I remember this was like right when I started wearing a watch yep. and you were like, are you really going to wear a watch every day? Like, is this, <laughs> like we were thinking was, about this yeah. as if we were building a full business strategic plan. Oh, we went in. <laughs> I remember, I remember it was like 4 PM. We're driving straight down this highway in this valley. There's just horse farms and cattle farms around. And we saw a coyote run across in the middle. Yeah. Yes. Day, we were like, oh my God, we we're in the wilderness. Yes, there's mountain range on the left, mountain range on the right, hills in front of us, and the it was partly cloudy and everything. It was like that nice like golden sunset color. Like I vividly remember I everything vividly about remember. this conversation. And then I, I was so close. I was like, look up tattoo parlors I, we in looked Colorado up Springs. In Colorado Springs, like tonight. <laughs> and then I got too scared because I think a part of it was like... <laughs> Okay, my dad would maybe skin me and like (laughs) take a knife to that skin out of my wrist. And another part of me was like, do I really want it? I don't know. And now looking back, I'm like, I probably should have done it. You know what's the funniest fucking part? So we we didn't do it. We didn't do it. We didn't do it. But I was just so hooked on doing something I drastic. Oh and I'm God. like, I'm not going to get a tattoo by myself out here. So I shaved the back of my head at a salon. And Erica wanted to have something <laughs> done. But she didn't want to color her hair. So she literally just had the people wash wash and style her I hair. Literally- and I shaved fucking mine. <laughs> like I was like, I have to do something reckless. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, I'm clipping so bad. It's okay. <laughs> it, it, like, 
I remember this so vividly and we were, we were like, we need to do something that like releases this sort of like tension built up on doing something to our bodies, like yep. some sort of body modification. <laughs> and I was like, well, I didn't wash my hair today. So while you're shaving half of your head, I'm just going to get my hair washed and shampooed. Oh my very, God. Very, very drastic. Do you remember the, the most I have ever laughed in public? The most was when we went to that oh, bookstore in Boulder. I literally, I, I've never laughed so hard. And the, okay, it's this book, All My Friends Are Dead, which is like a picture storybook. And it's like, is it that funny? It's just like it dry is, humor. It's very dry humor. And we both read it. <laughs> sobbing. Literally just sobbing. We we look at this book and I I don't know what got into us. We had just gotten our hair done. It was the fucking altitude. It, it was the altitude. It was just a lot of things. I think we were just high on I think being I in Colorado. Just like, had my tarot tarot cards read. He, Bob had her tarot cards tarot cards read by the street, like grungy ass dude. And he was saying the most generic things, like you're anxious about your future, and I'm like everybody's anxious about their future. Like this isn't. Like you can tell when it's like a legit person and when it's just somebody this was that not wants a forty legit bucks. Person, you know? <laughs> it was a waste of money. <laughs> oh my god, we were living our lives that trip. We really were. I should have gotten the tattoo. I didn't, but I think okay. I have an idea for my first tattoo, mm-hmm. and since I'm Leo AF. I really want to get a tattoo of a son. Yes. And that has always been... I have been thinking about getting a tattoo for many, many years. And I've always kind of tried to figure out what that t- tattoo is going to be. Mm-hmm. And I've always come back to the sun. Okay. Or like a sunflower. Yep. Um, I'm driven by the sun. And it makes me warm. So it Leo. makes me happy. It It is bright and shining. And it just like is the... The one thing that everybody can see and knows about mm-hmm. that I can relate to and I think just like perfectly describes my personality when I walk into a room. Yep. So I think it's like the perfect tattoo for me. It is. And I have I have screenshots of tattoos on my phone because I don't remember what I was going to do. Oh, I was going to get a tattoo when I was in Hawaii. Yes. And I didn't because I was like, you actually talked me out of getting a tattoo in Hawaii. Yes. Because I... Was going to be just like super active and in the ocean and in the pool and blah, 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 blah. And that's not good for healing skin. No. So I didn't get my sun tattoo in Hawaii. I still have been thinking about it. I've been thinking about the it summer. for probably five years. The summer. But Costa, Rica. Costa Rica. Fuck me up. Dude. Matching tattoos. Not matching tattoos, but I think we should all go just get, get a tattoo. Just get them together. In, in Costa Rica. I got to look up what their safety regulations are first. Okay. Well, I think I think Costa Rica is probably like our safest spot. <laughs> Hopefully, maybe yeah, maybe. I mean, frick, if we need to just come home and do it the day after we get back, like so be it. But I think I kind of like on the back of my elbow, right here. Oh, uh, I really like that. Okay. Or I really like the in inside arm tattoos. Okay, I do like those too. But I don't know what's gonna. I think it's gonna hurt no matter what. But. Um, the fattier it is, the less it hurts. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Um, that's why your like rib cage tattoos or the top of your foot tattoos are the worst. Okay. The top of my foot tattoo hurt like a motherfucker. Okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry a lot, everybody. It's okay. I'm Don't really trying I am trying to be better. Like obviously I swear and that's me and I accept that. Right. But I'm trying to be a little less. Okay. Um 
But so, like, growing up, obviously, like, we were hiding your one tattoo if you would have gotten it. But, like, were uh-huh. your parents really strict about, like, piercings and tattoos, obviously? Or, like, so what's the deal? So strict. So, my parents... Okay, my mom is more open to it. Mm-hmm. She's just, like... She was a ballet dancer when she was growing up. So, she was just, like, more exposed to the arts and more exposed to different types of people yeah. growing up. However, she was the one that flipped out when I pierced my own ears. Oh, you pierced your own okay that's like extreme for me like i could not okay so i how ever... many piercings do you have 13 okay so that's a very good amount i, I think. also have 13 really she's counting in her head uh, yeah okay cool so <laughs> sorry okay cool we have another thing in common Awesome. Weird. Uh, so I remember, okay, when I was, I was obsessed with piercings ever since I was little. Mm-hmm. I feel like every girl, like little girl or little kid goes through their phase of like wanting to get their ears pierced at Claire's. I did not. Oh, okay. So believe it or not, terrified. And my sister did not either. So maybe I just made a horrible generalization, <laughs> but whatever. So I went through this phase of, I really, really wanted to get my ears pierced. And I remember... I was probably in kindergarten or first grade, and I put it on my Christmas list. This is when my my family still like chose names, put their head, put everybody's name on a piece of paper, put it in the hat, and everybody draw drew names. And so at Thanksgiving, you are Christmas. so excited about this, dude. Dude, okay. <laughs> I just remember this is when my obsession began. This is the start. And so when I went through my phase of wanting more, and my mom flipped out which looking back i'm like she had every reason to flip out anyway wait did were you a baby when you got your first piercing no i was like in kindergarten and okay. the only thing i asked for okay for christmas that year from my cousin yeah was i want to get my ears pierced okay and so what they did was they they put earrings from claire's that were little dolphins with a little purple stone in them so Purple is my favorite color. And so it's just like, you know, it's just like so much vibes. Okay. So little dolphins, little, little purple stones in them. They hid that, those earrings in a box. Okay. And gave me a gift card. And it was like the type of thing where I had to like rip it all apart and it took me forever, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, you're going to get your ears pierced and this gift card is going to cover the cost of like the actual earrings. Cause everybody, Claire's is like free piercing, but you have to pay $60 for the earrings. Right. Um, so it finally happened, and I was, like, so, so, so excited about it, and I have wanted my ears pierced for so long. My parents never let me do it, and then when I turned into high school, or maybe eighth grade, I was like, I want second piercings, because my friends had second mm-hmm. piercings, and I was like, Mom, can I get my ears for a second piercing? She was like, absolutely not, so I just did it myself. Fuck that. With, like, literally a needle... And I did have the brains to clean the needle. Okay, good. And I haven't even talked about this to my parents yet. Like, they don't even know the process that I took. So I've been but probably... they knew that you did it yourself? Yeah. Okay. But, okay. So okay. I suck at lying. Like, yeah. I just suck at lying. So as soon as my mom cornered me and was like, oh, you have second pair of six in your ears. Who did that? I was like, me. You did, I did it. Me. Yeah. So, like, I totally afterthought. Like, it... it I should not have done it. And I did, did it twice. Did that hurt? Yes. Like, I it, I did it really slowly. Ah! Uh. But I saved the earrings from the original piercing. So they had, like, a little harpoon on the end. You know? So I could, like, really shove it in there. But I did them crooked. Oh, my God. I'm gonna vomit. 
Okay, don't vomit. I'm going to move on from this part of the story. So basically what happened was my parents found out. My mom freaked out. My dad was like, I don't know why you're freaking out. Um, Like kind of a stupid decision, Erica. Mm-hmm. But like. It's done. It, yeah. So my mom made me take all my earrings out and she oh. took all my earrings away for like six months. No way. Even the new ones? Mm-hmm. <gasps> and so, but then she eventually gave me back my earrings and the minute, literally the minute I turned 18, I was like, I'm getting my ears pierced. So I went and got, I only had single piercings at this point. I could, I was Because those fucking bullshit ones you made like closed up? Yes. Oh. Bob, stop judging me. Have I ever told you the story? I am just disgusted. When you, <laughs> when the heart wants what it wants, it'll stop at nothing to get what it wants. Oh, I, you know, I have no problem with tattoo needles, but I don't think I could ever pierce myself. Okay. Sorry, but that's just, I'm not judging. You're not judging. Don't I just get don't nauseous. have the stomach. Don't get nauseous. I, I think I'm okay. I, the minute I turned 18, I got my two cartilage piercings in the same day and it almost okay. knocked me out because I was like... My cartilage is really thick in my ears, mm-hmm. but then it just kind of all evolved from there. And now I have ear piercings right. all over the place. I have like three piercings on the lobes. I have my cartilage is pierced. I have both of my tragus pierced. I have my. Do you remember pierced. when we got our piercings together at Blue Lotus? I do, and yours like your body rejected. Yeah, for the first time, that was my most recent piercing. Right? Maybe not. I don't know if you've it gotten was, anything. I don't know since. if I have since. I'm kind of running out of real estate there. Yeah, you are. But I went with. Did you? Is that when you got your contra? Did you get your tragus then too? No, I got. A, I got my. I got my second tragus with you. Okay. So I got my first tragus by myself, mm-hmm. and my conch really, really hurt. But I, that's probably like my favorite piercing. I like that one. I really like my conch a yeah, lot, and I'm kind of thinking about changing the ring. Mm-hmm. But what the conch is, if you guys don't know what that is, it's like on the inner part of your ear, mm-hmm. and it goes straight through your ear, and it like people get really freaked out when I kind of describe the whole process of that, but mm-hmm. it's cute and I like it. And then I also have my nose pierced and I have my septum pierced, which is another part of the nose, yes. which is like, I keep it hidden 99% of the time, mm-hmm. but when I'm feeling frisky and fun, the septum comes the out, the septum comes out and yeah. I really, really like it. And it's something that it's cute. I'm like the piercing person, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I probably will start getting tattoos, but I want my tattoos to be minimal and meaningful but really only related to me. That's, Not too basic. That's, yeah. No. I'm just giving I shit. love your basic tattoos. I know. I love them too. And I really decided, I was like, I had a really hard time figuring out what tattoo I wanted. Mm-hmm. And I decided that the tattoos I want in the future are going to be ones that resemble me. Not yeah. really, I like, I will do things in memory of other people, mm-hmm. but I'm not going to get tattoos on my body. That's yeah. just my own personal preference. So once I started to figure that out, I was like, okay, no, I'm, I could probably commit to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's like, I and dig. I've kind of been thinking about gauges lately. Gauges. A little bit. Hello, Emo Erica. Welcome back. 2009. This might be a phase. The gauge thing might be a phase. I hope it's... I don't like... I don't hope it's, it's a phase. Not, you do what you want. It's not... I would not go further than just, like, a peep. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to be big gauges. Okay. Because, A, I want my my earring, my ears... If I ever wanted to take them out, I would want them to be able to contract back. Yeah. To be able to fit just a normal earring. Do they do that? Mm-hmm. Oh. I think so. But I also am, like, not opposed to, like, making the third a gauge. 
so oh. that I still have this real estate to really work with. Interesting. I don't know if I've ever seen that. Right. But they also smell. Yeah. Really bad. <laughs> yeah. So, I don't like that. Like, if you think about the combo between your belly button lint and then, like... Stop. The gum. Nope. That's what uh, they smell like. Gross. <laughs> gross, gross, gross. Piercings are no joke. They're, Dude, like, actually gross. When I got my um, inverted triple helix, which is... It's a three... That is a mouthful. <laughs> yeah, right. It's um, it's that three piercing, piercing that goes in like, I don't know what part of your ear you call this. It's like the very top closest to your eyeball. <laughs> closest to your eyeball? Well, how else would you describe this? It's like... Help. The part of your ear, the top this curly part. part of the ear that connects it to the <laughs> side of your head. That one. But, so that's a triple helix. Inverted is when it's like do tilted. Do you still have those in? I do. Okay. Is when it's like tilted horizontal. And one day when I was a freshman, me and two of my friends were like, let's go get some piercings. Again, it was one of the girls was the poor girl that got the tattoo with me when the guy didn't have his license. Oh, great. But so we both got this triple helix. But then our friend that we were with wanted to get her nipples pierced. Ugh. And we were like, whatever. Because honestly, like. I don't know. I solely believe, like, your body is your body. If right. you want to cover it with 100% of tattoos or piercings or do whatever, like, fine. Right. None of my business. And we're like, okay, yeah, sure. And then she's like, well, I want you in the room. And I'm like, I don't know if I can watch this. <laughs> well, I did. And it made me never want to ever do that. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I'm sure they just, like, clamp it like a belly button yes. piercing. And they, like, pull it out. And then... And then they do it again. Oh, Man, though, I... I love my piercings. I need a deep breath. I need a deep breath. I do, too. And I'm really happy. Like, my my mom was really uh, forward-thinking mm-hmm. with these things. Maybe... I don't want to say maybe even too much. Mm-hmm. But, like, when I was 16, and I'm like, hey, can I get my nose pierced? She's like, sure. Just know you're going to have that for forever. Mm-hmm. But I think I was, I was mature enough to be like, well, if, you know, if I do want to take it out, I have freckles. It'll just look like a freckle, mm-hmm. you know. But she let me get my nose pierced when I was 16. And then I got that tattoo. And my dad never... He didn't support them, mm-hmm. but he didn't, like, hate it, and he would never stop me. Right. But, like, I'd come home with a new tattoo, and the thing he would always say is, what is that new mud on your arm? Ah. I'm like, well, it's a tattoo, and he'd, like, roll his eyes at me and walk away, and that was it. Okay. So, yeah. One time <laughs> I came home from the Wisconsin State Fair with a henna tattoo on my ankle, <sighs> and my dad about flipped his shit. Yeah. So, that's kind of, But I think, you know, when you're 16 and you live in... And everybody's parents are different, mm-hmm. and everybody's tattoos are different, and everybody's motives are different, mm-hmm. I think. It's so hard to compare your own, even yes. just story behind tattoos, to everybody else. But yep. for me, personally, I'm already the type of person that's like, I hate rules. I'm really hard to manage. I want to kind of carve my own path. Yeah. So... I just accepted the fact that there were just like a few things that I needed to just not do so that I didn't completely force my parents into losing themselves into trying to parent That's me. Fair. So like I I feel like I have respect enough for them to be like I know you really don't want me to do this and I won't do this. Yeah. Um, That's good. But I'm not 
going to like let that dictate that decision in the future for me. But now I'm like really happy that I did wait because mm-hmm. now I'm 25, 26 and I'll be, and now I'm going to be getting my first tattoo. And I feel like I'm so much more mature now that the decision behind my, and it's not saying that people that get tattoos and they're young are immature. This is just me comparing myself to me. Right. That my tattoo, like at 15 or 16 or 17 or 18 would not be like the tattoo that I would pick now. So mm-hmm. I'm glad that I would wait. Like I would have probably gotten a tattoo in memory of my grandma. And when I was that age. Yeah. And that's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's just, I think about, I, I like really took some time to think about that. And yeah. I was like, my grandma hated tattoos. And if she knew that I got a tattoo mm-hmm. in memory of that's her, a good, yeah. she'd probably roll around in her grave. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to like not do that. And that's fair. And I, yeah, I think it's totally, like, situational, like, and like you said, it's, it's all about your confidence and your maturity, too, I think. Because, mm-hmm. like, looking back, I would redo all of my tattoos, and again, I'm not saying I regret it, but if I didn't redo one tattoo, it would be my promise tattoo on my finger. But I would redo every single one, and that was my fourth. Right. Um. But yeah, I think, you know, it's just so, it's up to you, it's up to what you want. And I, just I love, that. love the ability love that. that we have, like the platform yes. now, to have that sort of self-expression. Yes, I think people like honestly, so many times people look at my piercings and they're like, "I love your piercings." Yeah, like, they're so cool. And I think it just is one of those things that it's like a non-verbal thing that really yeah. helps you express yourself. Hundred percent. And I love them. I yep. love and and usually the earrings that I wear are really minimal and really cute mm-hmm. and like silver or rose gold and they just make me feel happy. It's just like when I put on a dark or bright lipstick. I'm mm-hmm. just like it just makes me feel a certain type of way. You totally hit the nail on the head. Like yeah. just that there are so many options of self-expression and I love that because yeah. I love when people can be themselves. Yeah. And feel how they want to feel and look how they want to look and be confident in that. Yeah. Like I love that. And when I do get my tattoo this year, mm-hmm. I want you to be standing right beside me holding my hand and I'll be getting one with you. Okay. So think about it. I will. I'm there. I'm sold. Okay. Well, we hope you uh, love the tattoos and piercings you have. If you ever need someone to go with you, I am here and I am ready. Just give me like a two-day notice so I can scrape some cash together. I will find more real estate on my ears for piercings. For real. I'm venturing out onto my nose, but I think that I'm also covered on my nose. So just if you ever want to... I'm like the piercing person. Like, I'm down to get a piercing no matter when. Yeah. Um, But... We hope you enjoyed this episode. It's kind of fun to just like chit chat. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that. And I haven't told you some of those stories. So you just learned a little bit more about me than you probably wanted. But I love it. (laughs) I love it. Make sure you follow us on Instagram at Hype Queens Podcast. And if you liked this episode or any of our episodes, make sure you share our podcast with a friend. You can hit the little share button on Spotify or Apple Music and send it via text message, Facebook Messenger, whatever you want and share the love we appreciate you doing that all right y'all we'll talk to you later love you love you